Uh, today's special guest is Roy Choi, chef, personality, uh, K-Town staple. Make some noise for Roy Choi, yo. Hey. hey. <laughs> and uh, my, my special co-hosts today are two co-hosts, actually, and they're roommates. Rex Dizzy. Yeah, and shout out to Phil Gomez, aka Big Ko Korea and Bangladesh will always be friends. Forever. Your last name is Gomez. Yeah, it is oh, Gomez. Yes, I got a lot to tell. All right. Yeah, during the big K Town <laughs> little Bangladesh debacle, he had to blend in with the Mexicans real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, and they're roommates too. Shout out. There's a big Bangladesh community actually in K Town, and that 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 was a you know good reason to also bring you on board for this uh, podcast over here. Sweet, I'm here to enlighten. Are you, do you, you know, uh, Ray, uh, Roy? I might have rubbed one out like once or twice to your show. Like, yes, not, I've, I've not been, to you, but like the food on the show. <laughs> yes, that and I've been in your room when you weren't there. <laughs> oh, sick. We're almost Eskimo brothers, we're almost there. He, he's the feds, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Roy, um, shout out to Roy Choi, Koreatown, extraordinary. By the way, when I was looking for uh, new apartments in Koreatown, like, a lot of the websites I went for their apartment building, mm -hmm. they're selling like the neighborhood and they always drop Roy's name in it. No way. Like, yeah. like, yeah. I've increased the property value. Yeah, they're like <laughs> blocks away from the Line Hotel where acclaimed chef Roy Choi is a regular there. Are you getting a commission for that? or? <laughs> nah, I haven't seen it, but they're going to have to change those ads because I'm leaving the line. So, oh, damn. Yeah, so. End of an era. Yeah, end of an era. Yeah, so Real estate agents are going crazy right now. Are they, are, are, is, is it so you were in charge of the restaurant in the line hotel commissary is yeah. that leaving too or what is it what's happening yeah there? everything's leaving so the name and everything yeah everything they they can use it till the end of the year till they figure it out but i think they already got a new chef coming in and uh we had a it was weird because that project we built the project for the public not to notice the differences right like it's two companies coming together but uh we built it as one entity but really behind the scenes it was a contract it was like we were paying rent you know, right, right, so. right. I mean, just in general, you know, when you came into like Korea, because you have a lot of other restaurants all over Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Like when you came into Korea, like did you always consider yourself to be a big part of the community in general? Or did that kind of happen like when you settled here? You know what I mean? I don't think I ever like predetermined it. That opportunity came to me, but I grew up here. I grew up, my, this is where we first lived when my parents immigrated. I grew up here all throughout elementary, and then I came back during like right after high school. So I I have a lot of history, just like you do. Yeah, I was yeah. I was falling on Sixth Street when yeah, you were yeah, a kid, yeah. and then you <laughs> took over <laughs> when I became an adult. Right. And right. Um, I don't know. Uh, that project came to me, and I never thought of like I'm gonna come back to K Town and like represent and like do something for my city. I never thought that Cause way. Cause I feel like you're more like LA than anything. I'm more LA. And, uh, but that project came and it just, everything felt right, you know? And yeah. then all of the stuff, like the history and repping K town came as the project evolved. I was like, okay, well, I, I feel like I can do this. I can rep this. I can stand up for this. And then the nightclub thing just took a life on its own. Like wow. right. that was, Zoe. that was all <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean like rewinding back, you know, mm -hmm. to like when you started like Kogi, and yeah. the whole social media aspect of yeah. it, you know, for those who aren't familiar, you know, he founded the Kogi truck, which was like the big food truck movement that, you know, pretty much started it off for everybody. And before that, it was like taco trucks. People were calling them like roach coaches. Mm -hmm. They had kind of a bad name for, you know, like it was just like some hood shit, you know what I mean? But like you really kind of opened it up like to like everybody and like started getting white people to respect taco trucks and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure, real, for talk, sure. real talk, real talk. I, I used to hate when cats used to call this shits roach coaches. I'm like, because I'm eating weird. out of them and the last thing I want to hear is a roach coach in my ear. Like, I'm eating uh, But yeah, it definitely opened the doors for uh, street food across the country and probably the world. Like, the first year of Kogi, cats from, like, Norway and Sweden and England and Poland were flying out to check out the Kogi truck That's and, and bring that culture That's back. So it's kind of like how lowriding and cholo culture went to Japan. It was kind of like that type of global phenomenon type of thing. But, um, yeah, I think Kogi was a little bit I, – I guess if you're talking about what we were talking about, the Line Hotel, Kogi was really, I guess, my, my expression for Los Angeles. Because, you know, growing up Asian, I never wanted – to ever, I was never a person to like fight, like, oh, prove how Asian I am or explain how Asian I am. I hate, right, I right, hate right. that shit. You know, I moved around a lot. I'm, I'm kind of a quiet kid, but I see and, and 
you know, am aware of things a lot, but I never like connected to being Korean more than I connected to being anything else. It's just, you know, that's how I grew up. So Kogi, I felt became more Korean by never, ever saying we were Korean. Is what I'm saying. By the way, those who aren't familiar with Kogi, it's Mexican and Korean fusion. Yeah, it's L.A. And it's pretty much like, honestly, I I, I always say this: I hate fusion foods mm-hmm. in general. Like I'm I, I'm like a food racist. Like I yeah. keep the motherfucker segregated and shit. Like, yeah. but but with Kogi, is, it's it's the best well done like Korean Mexican fusion. I'll say that because I really usually like don't fuck with that. Yeah. Like kimchi and a burrito. Yeah. And shit, like I get mad. You know, but that was the best one that I've ever had. Yeah, and it's the Thank first you. one, you know, that I've had. You know? I think I think it's because it never came from that place of it, it's like you when you were younger just dating a lat, a Latina girl, right? It's yeah. like here in K Town, it, it, it was just like that moment was that moment that that was it. Right, you right. You know, it wasn't like predetermined. Like, let's create fusion. Yeah, it was just Mad- him in Queens. And you it- you here? It was just like. And, just a, and, and a gang of Koreans bit that shit too. By oh, the they way. bit that they shit. <laughs> bro, I saw so many like fake ass Kogi trucks going like, around, bro. I mean, have you like driven around Queens? Well, like in Flushing, have... there's like two or three. Oh, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Kogi <laughs> with like two eyes. Yeah, know? yeah. Or with a C. Or with a C. Yeah. I used to see him in the early days a lot because you could always spot him out because yeah. it was all young kids, college kids, you know, and and then there was like five Akashis in suits. Yeah. You know? How but, did you battle the. Uh, escaping that connotation of the roach coach like being one of i mean you probably have one of the first food trucks that i was aware of that became popularized so what did you do to separate yourself from from that scene uh i was i would say That's like a good uh, point like how did you know that branding for that become kind of yeah that what it is now you know what i mean i think it was a moment in time to be honest yeah you know it was all i don't even know how to threw, i mean you would you would uh, you would I think relate to it was a moment time for you at Project Load, right? It was a moment in time. And it was just, it was us, 2008, economy crashing, Twitter just starting, iPhone just came out. That you know, it, I think, it was a weird moment. I think that yeah. was a big thing too. I think it was the social media. It was the social media because yeah. of the fact that he was posting, and he also he had rims on the food truck. Made it cool. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw some rims on that bitch. Yeah. Now it's not a roach coach. Not no, a... no, but it was for real. I think that that Twitter element helped a lot. Cause yeah. It's like, you know, just just people. It was just so professionally curated. You yeah, know what right I mean? On. Like meet us here. We're over here now. And then I, I remember when it first started, like, wanting to try it. It took me a while to try it because the lines were so crazy. Like, I remember yeah. passing by, and I'm like, oh, damn, it's finally right. And then the lines across, I'm like, damn. Like, it took a while to the li- lines died down for me to be able to try it. Right. You know I mean, mean, it's still popping. I go. I used to live in Orange for, County, yeah. and I remember there being lines of, like, 100 people standing in li- in line for lunch. It was like a, It was like a mini rave in the early days, <laughs> I would say. Like, uh... Uh, there it was unknown locations, hundreds and hundreds of cars, you know, just sitting in parking lots waiting for the sign. That's and then the truck rolls up and everyone getting out and you know, figuring out where to go, how to line up. And it, it was a little bit telepathic, I think. By the way, this cool is like time. the first time when like Twitter was starting and shit, right? Like, yeah. This is that's like this. This is one of the few like success stories of like Twitter as a platform. You know, when there were yeah. all these like. You know, even for activists, like Twitter was a huge thing, you know, for organizing and stuff and food for food. Like that was a specific thing. Yeah. I mean, again, like living on the East Coast, you would hear about the grease trucks at Rutgers and you would mm -hmm. hear about like the Kogi taco truck in L.A. So, I mean, I was just curious to see how you guys were able to. I think I think a big component is also like that exclusivity or like just it being like rare to get it. So it, like yeah, you guys sure. tweeting our location or being like like having people feel like oh damn like we're, we're not gonna be able to catch it or whatever yeah being on the move on it yeah, yeah right. being on the move made it kind of tight it like was that it was the food the food was bomb our kitchen was clean yeah, <laughs> and right. food was tight yeah, food those was rims though I heard uh, the food was alright too yeah, right. yeah no but the, I think the scavenger hunt element of it is yeah. kind of tight you yeah. know what I mean it was like an early Pokemon Go. <laughs> It yeah. was. <laughs> I didn't get no commission off that either. That's like, and, and and you know, but before was Kogi your first thing before the other restaurants? Kogi was my first thing as an entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was just a salary man before that. You know, I didn't know I had any gifts. You know, like uh, you you found art early, man. Yeah, you were yeah. able to flip that shit early. I 
I didn't. What were I had you, what, to work. What were you doing? Before? I was a chef. Just just behind the kitchen. Everywhere. Running big yeah. kitchen. So that was your first project. And yeah. That's. I mean, it was a, it was a success though. It was like somebody yeah. didn't read your book, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting right there. No, no, no. He, 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 he didn't read it. First of all, I did read it. I, I'm dropping it like you know for the audience. Like I'm <laughs> learning right. for the sure. first time. Sure. Right. Right. <laughs> it's podcasting 101. All right. We could have put. Which I didn't read either. I didn't read podcasting 101. No. But uh. By the way, uh, the other restaurants, um, A Frame still going. A Frame still going. That was okay. the first like real sit down restaurant that I built eight years ago. Eight yeah, that was lit. Ago. That yeah. was lit. That used to be like an IHOP or something, right? It was an yeah, IHOP. Got yeah, got that little IHOP shape mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. That's what's up. And um, you got a new project coming up, and this is a big project. Can you even talk about it or what? Uh, you talking about Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh Vegas. yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So the, you got a restaurant opening up in Vegas. Yes, and this where, is a big deal. Where in Vegas? Uh, at the Park MGM. So it's the old Monte Carlo, um, and they took that whole building and they've refurbished it. It'll be done like completely by the end of the year, and I think they're putting like eight hundred and fifty million, something like that, like real dollars, Damn. real dollars. And uh, I can the, have some though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can I have a little? Let me hold one. Let me hold one. Yeah, hold one. You can do it for eight hundred forty-nine. Um, but uh. The front is it's a food focused casino. Ooh. So it's the first time they're taking like MGM's taking a chance on that. So it'll be like uh uh the Italy concept right in the front and a bunch of restaurants inside and then like uh the Nomad Hotel will be a partner in this. It's gonna be pretty crazy. Man, yeah. That is lit. And you're gonna like I mean this is you're gonna pretty much spend the be spending a lot of time up there in general, right? You're gonna be up there like I think in the opening. I think once it's open, I don't know. Uh, Vegas is pretty dangerous for me. Like I used to have a gambling addiction. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. So I was like, it's pretty yeah, dangerous. Yeah. 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 So I think I need to I need to like figure out like how I can bookend it where I fly in, work the whole time, and fly out. It's like the downfall of Roy Troy was the new opening. <laughs> the new opening of Vegas. <laughs> It was a grand opening. It was a grand closing the week after. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's tight. Are you? Did you announce the name or anything? I There's mean, no name we yet. We know the name, but I, we're yeah. not going to say oh, it. Okay, yeah. yeah the name's not, not announced, announced yet. That, it's not announced yet. But uh, the con- the name uh, was coincidentally influenced by you guys. Uh, well, this guy. It wasn't by. It wasn't a bite. I, I actually called Rec <laughs> yeah. when I thought of the name, and I was like. I apologize to him for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I was why. like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was, it's awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. But uh, the concept is I'm going to try to take like a piece of LA and just put it into Las Vegas. Is it called Bangladesh Town? Yes, it is. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> At least you guys get something. You know? you? Yeah, bro. Yeah. We're just moving you over to Vegas. So, uh, That's what we're going to yes. do. That's You've tight. been posting a lot of pictures from that. Like, this shit looks crazy. Yeah, so the food is um going to be, I guess, all the things that I love. It's Because, you know, Vegas, it's like you got to go big. So I was like, okay, let me just take all the things that I really love that aren't, like, foodie, like, you know, pretentious and shit. And let's, like, let me try to take that and recreate kind of like a little wonderland of Los Angeles. So shit, mm-hmm. like, like stuff I really like, like Slippery Shrimp, El Torino Tacos, you know, um, fucking... Korean food, Mexican food. That's one thing that's that interesting stuff. about you is because usually, you know, with a lot of other chefs, I feel like they take the cuisine of like the culture, you know, like David Chang like flips like Korean food, right? Yeah. Like with you, I feel like you you flip more the region of Los Angeles. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to just like Korean or Mexican. And I don't try to like try to what I try to do is I try to take it. I guess like I'm a cover band in a way. I'm like a really good cover <laughs> band. I try to take. Okay, so I'll take like Slippery Shrimp is very popular in Chinatown at this place called Yang Chow. It's okay. a it's like a L.A. institution type food. Every all the all the fucking Latinos and Chicanos eat it before they go to the Dodger game. It's yeah. packed. It's a real big L.A. staple. So I'm just trying to take that dish, which I grew up on and I love. I'm just trying to like see if I can cook it as good or even better. It's right, almost right, like right. I'm battling that dish. Right, right, right. And then that's all I try to do. It's, it's I, I'm always like a terrible host with Los Angeles shit. Like, uh-huh. yeah, because I've never had that. <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah, always he gets eats mad. at the same place all like the time. Like when, right? when, yeah, I, I have like my few spots, yeah. but I don't know like tons of places. And that's the thing, Rhett gets so mad, like because he's been here, 
and like there's tons of places. I know I, more spots than this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll always like we'll be driving through uh, K Town wherever in LA, yeah. and this guy be like, "Oh yeah, that's a known spot. He'll know about it." <laughs> he's like, ha- like, oh, he's like, "Have you had it eat? though?" I'm like, "Nah," it's, it's, <laughs> but it's known. There's always a line around there's the block. Like, yeah. People eat there. Yeah, like the fuck, bro. I, I, you know, honestly, I gotta, I gotta do that more. Like, I, I tend to at a certain age, I just stop trying a bunch of new spots in LA. I got in my comfort zones in Los Angeles, you know yeah. what I mean? Mexican food spots. I always have like the two I always go to. Yeah. You know, it's like right. Mariela's and El Torino. I grew up around <laughs> Mariela's, so that's like one of my favorite spots ever. But yeah. Fire spots. A lot of rappers are picky about food though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. honestly, that that's the one thing. It's like a lot of chefs and stuff like you know everybody's pretty much open-minded about stuff but the one thing i liked about david chang's ugly delicious was actually how picky about shit he was yeah you know what he's i mean real like picky, he's yeah. kind of like a dick about it but it was i kind of found that refreshing that he was like i'm yeah. not eating this shit <laughs> like you know what i mean like what chef does that when they go to a different country and shit you know he was like, <laughs> like he was like no fuck this like he was being disrespectful damn near to the region you know what i mean but I thought that was kind of cool that he was being yeah. a snob about it. You know what I mean? But like, he wasn't even a snob. He was just being a baby about it, which was kind of cool, refreshing. Yeah. Not a food snob, but like a baby about yeah, it. Yeah, like a real person. Like yeah, a real like, like a real person. Yeah. <laughs> we covered a uh, little Bangladesh sound uh, with Anthony Bourdain. Oh, did you? Uh, on Parts Unknown, yeah. Why didn't you hit me up? Like, uh, I'm the I didn't king know of K Town, aka I know. Big Bangladesh. Big, 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 it was called Little Bangladesh at that time. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Well, no, it's still called Little Bangladesh. It's, it's still called It's still called Little What yeah. spots did you guys hit up? We went to Swadish. Oh, Swadish, yeah. yeah. Man, I have a lot of things to say about Big Bangladesh and Little Bangladesh. Okay. Not, you know, honestly, so I, here's the thing. I were okay. So in Koreatown, there's a region called Little Bangladesh, right. and that I remember when it became Little Bangladesh because yeah. I when I when I was growing up, it wasn't that. You know what I mean? Oh sure. And then and all of a sudden, I saw the sign Little Bangladesh and a lot of shops. Because your roots are in that area, yeah, Third yeah, and that, Vermont, yeah, exactly. that whole area. Yeah. So you can tell all the businesses were all coming up into Alexandria and Third, like all that area. Definitely. All the little shops, grocery stores, and then. Um, just recently, there was like a districting battle between Lil Bangladesh and Koreatown. That's why I also brought you because you're my only Bengali homie that I have. <laughs> and and he's from New York. He's not even from Los Angeles. Yeah, but right. like, that was just so funny during that time. I was messing with him so hard. I was, like, I was like, make Koreatown great again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curry, serving, yeah. turban, yeah. I would I would wake up in the morning and just see him in the living room like, Damn, Curry Stern, uh, Turban Warren. <laughs> like, he's being like awful to this dude. But, uh, yeah, we were just talking about it. It was so extra. It was on both so sides. crazy yeah. on both sides on, you know, the districting thing. And you know, it was a huge battle. And then even the outcome of the votes was like weird. How, well, for myself, being from New York, it's just weird seeing two minorities go head to get head yeah, against one another. Weird. Yeah. Cause, like, at the end of the day, you know, we're all trying to fight for a peace here in America. And, like, it was a whip bad time for that because of the current state of America. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely! I never yeah, like absolutely. when 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 there's campaigns behind two people of color going against each other. Yeah, you know what was, I mean? It it's was, like it's just not a good look. Like not at all. And it's like I you're mean, expecting like Korean, you know, influencers to post shit like that when people have fans of like all different backgrounds and yeah. ethnic groups. It's like. How you expect motherfuckers to get behind something like that? You know what I mean? But it's like, I, I understand. It's like older generation, too, that built the community and they have that pride in the ownership of Absolutely. it. You know Absolutely. I mean, I, mean I, I could totally understand that Koreans feel as though they're losing their historical significance in K-Town because y'all made it, you know? But at the same time, like, I think the story goes back to any immigrant community trying to have a voice and representation. So... You know, there's a battle e- in either case, but I'm just glad it's fucking over because that month was hell for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, went, like on, on some real shit, like, you know, I, I, I didn't really want to say shit because, like, I'm not from Koreatown, L.A., so I just felt like, you know, I don't really want to speak on it. It's not my place. But then I would see this guy, like, come home and just be like, kind of like upset and down like motherfuckers yeah. keep looking at me funny uh, wait wait, wait. Did, to... that, did that really happen yeah Absolutely, like man. that's why you know even when i was like you know like being fucking like racist or whatever to him like it was like you know you know cheer him up and shit like the shit it was ridiculous i mean know? at some point i would go on like social media and i would see friends that were Supposedly posting things friends. like hey man like i'm in koreatown look at these bangladeshis trying to take over i ain't see a single bangladeshi in the streets and I had to DM him and be like, yo, bro, 
I'm Bangladeshi. I live in Koreatown, yeah. and you were at my house. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> you're tweeting that from my You made a good point because I saw a lot of posts from young Korean kids talking yeah. about, like, it's clearly Koreatown. Where is Bang? Like, but I'm like, bro, if you actually walk around the community and not go to the same places you guys go to every day, you will realize there is a Bangladesh community here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, Bengali we, community. We, we, got, we went to the mart and got some biryani and right? fucking uh, some dope ass samosas. Like, motherfuckers need to. To like... me, that's ignorance. You know what I mean? If you I don't just real... don't know how it got to that point because it seemed like we were living pretty good for a while. Like, you guys were taking over third. It seemed like things were good. And then all of a sudden, there was that map and that shit was yeah, happening. But, <laughs> yeah, but I think that was. That that was the the city's fault whoever yeah. was behind that right. in the city because if you look at the vote outcome it yeah. wasn't even that much from the bengali community yep. so it's hard to say like that's what the whole bengali community stood behind you know mm-hmm. they probably were just like oh we're not we don't care we're not trying to you know yeah it's like it yeah. felt it felt territorial in a way that didn't didn't need to be you absolutely know? i mean i i also think it's a lot of old heads yeah uh you know claiming their their claim to fame or power and then to me and you know all of my younger friends and peers were just like dude this this is we could stupid, tolerate but... we could tolerate a little bangladesh maybe even <laughs> a medium a little medium, bit of curry. medium bangladesh you know <laughs> but a big bangladesh that's why yeah. I lost <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah I, that's why i had i had to bring you on board you know so solidarity Thanks, i appreciate it. solidarity for, there you go for, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> we are the world we are the world <laughs> All right, uh, yo, also, uh, okay, let's bring up another thing. You have a TV show coming out. Yeah, man. Uh, I have a TV show called Broken Bread. It's on Tastemade, and it's actually going to be on two platforms. It's going to be on Tastemade and KCET. So it's like public television and also like worldwide. You really are the man of the people, aren't you? With the food, (laughs) with the station. (laughs) With the station. I always take less money to to give back, you know. That's Um, lit, bro, yeah. Because you've taken on so much projects that are involved with just social justice and local like economy. I I mean, I wish. Local, for example. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's by choice. I I just end up, I, I think, I don't know. I don't like to be constrained. So if I end up being in formats where they're more independent and it allows me to just, uh, you know, like on my last series on Street Food, I could cover you and Toki. Yeah. And that doesn't have to go through any editing process. You right. know what I mean? Like I can find people that I'm inspired by. How's the process been for shooting the show? It's been great because it's public television. It's uh, taste made. And so it's like, really, I have complete creative control over what direction it wants to go. So you don't really get that when you, Sometimes when you go higher and higher. So. What's the general idea of the show? It's uh, the general idea is uh, we call it like um, looking for good people doing good things against like all odds. And it's also a personal journey, kind of a sabbatical for me because I've been doing a lot of work over the last 10 years trying to help people and right. trying to be involved. It's But I've kind of run out of some answers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, like at some point you got to continue to learn too, even if you're a leader. Right. So this, I guess a little bit of a sabbatical for me to go out, meet people that are really doing it. Like I'm meeting some really, really incredible people. Like I met father Boyle from homeboy right. the other day, That's tough. meeting a young they girl. They do good work for they years. They do good work. Years, yeah. Meeting guys that are out there and girls that are out there feeding, um, like homeless and motel kids. Uh, and they just do this, wake up every single day and do this in their life. So That's I'm kind of like just, that's the thing. Learning. That's, that's dope that you're involved in that because I feel like f- to be like a celebrity chef yeah. and to do that kind of work is a tough balance because in one hand you want to make good food and you want to make it also accessible to people. And that's one thing that I've had a problem with when I was when I was coming up. You know, I worked at tons of restaurants and I even worked at this like macrobiotic like vegetarian deli place. And the thing about it is like with that whole kind of um, philosophy around that food also – it says in that whole philosophy that it's supposed to be like, you know, accessible mm-hmm. to, like, economically right. for all the locals and stuff like that, too. But they were charging like crazy prices. There's like literally yeah. celebrities coming in to get that. And I was like, this is so, such a hypocrisy. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to to what their philosophies are. And I was like, I don't know, man. And I feel like I that's know. a tough balance for any celebrity mm-hmm. chef, though, because you're also doing fine dining stuff, too. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I've i always had a weird relationship with money growing up. And I was around my, my era growing up. There was a lot, you know, especially the hip hop era that I grew up around, you know, it was all about getting money, you know. Right. So but for me, I've always been like a weird, like hippie child. So I don't know. I, I don't know. 
I would love to make more money, but I don't know. I haven't found a way to really like just completely only do that as my art form. You know? Yeah, you got the balance though. I got the balance. You got, you got the spots I feel good. that yeah. are like the West Side people going there yeah, for and sure. Then, literally in the West Side yeah. to like stuff like local Kogi, which yep. is pretty much that's like the people's food. Yeah, right. for sure. That's lit. That's tight, man. I mean, I don't consider. I, I feel as though most celebrity chefs uh, rest on their hype, and I feel as though for you, you rest on your community, and like the community really like bangs out for you. Um, and why do you think that is as opposed to like any other celebrity chef, you know, killing it in Vegas or any other big city? Um, well, there's a, I, one comment I'll make on that is this, this, there are chefs that do get a lot of respect, but they get it a lot within the, the chef community. Like young cooks look up to certain chefs way more than they look up to me, you know. So like on the ins on the cook level, like a lot, a lot of cooks don't look up to me, to be honest, you know, okay. because I'm not cooking food that interests them in a way. Like when you're a young cook, just give you insight when you're when you're coming up as a young cook, you want to find like the baddest, hardest, most difficult kitchen leaders that you can find. That's why people do stages in Europe at places like Noma and right. back in the day at El Bouilly or uh, restaurants in New York. And you want to get your ass kicked day in, day out. Um, I'm not that kind of chef, so a lot of cooks don't follow me. But I think what you're mentioning is I go out of my way to make food affordable and to feed as many neighborhoods as I can and um, make an environment where everyone can access it. You right. know, so I'm kind of like uh, I'm kind of like the uh, the halal guys of chefs, you know, like <laughs> like you can have it at any time. You can have it after hours when you're drunk, when you're stoned, everything, you know, so. sounds like you're chefing up sustainability. Right. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chefing up sustainability. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to another ep another episode of Chef <laughs> Chefing up sustainability. Yeah. Coming right up. This is going on PBS too. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's the. Um, uh, by the way, uh, your book L.A. Sun wasn't that that was published to Anthony Bourdain's. Yeah, there it is. I'm looking company. at it right now. Yeah, it, it was his um, imprint. How has how has the recent loss affected you personally? I mean, you've you've had a personal relationship. It was with him, fucked right? up, man. It was really really fucked. It fucked me up more than <coughs> more than a lot of things in a long time. I actually um, I haven't been that fucked up about a death since I lost two of my my really close homies, and but that was like twenty years ago. So right, um, that one just I don't know. And I think what, it touched a, a it touched lot everybody. of people in in a crazy personal yeah. way where like. Uh, the, the posts for that particular death and that everyone, what everybody wrote about it, just felt like that was their friend personally too. I think it's the most I've ever seen social media blow up about. It was death. crazy. On all, uh, what the they wrote about was him maybe was Prince. Was maybe Prince. Right, right. Like when Prince passed, like right. you saw it everywhere. Yeah. Like that was the closest I could see. I mean, but it's I mean culturally and what they wrote, like the the relationship, what yeah. what he meant to them when he saw him on TV and stuff, and it was crazy. Like. I feel like he was trying to end racism, Loki, through his like travels and yeah. journeys. You know, like uh, so many people that would have never been exposed to that type of food. Or I mean, he probably culture. opened so many minds with that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it was just to me, it was one of the most greatest moments in mainstream media where I felt like I've never seen that much respect from a white dude. Yeah. Towards yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was like it was the most like respectful I've ever yeah. seen, and in a cool way, not in a corny way, where he's just pulling up to like a Korean restaurant. It's like I knew Isaiah. Like it's just like you know, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just cool. Like it was the homie. You know, yeah. like he, he had really the hood was. pass. He had the hood pass. Like he had the everywhere. hood pass everywhere. Yeah, everywhere in a Brazilian hood to an LA hood. Right. He had he had the hood pass. But I think it was just because he was so. He was so alive and so like powerful as a person and as a as a voice. Um, the death was so sudden and shocking. Uh, I, I I don't know. It took me a long time. I think it took everyone a long time to comprehend everything. But he was instrumental in our in our book, and um, he was a champion for our book. He, that's another thing about Anthony was he was a champion for others. He put right. a, a lot of other people on, and you do that a lot. And um, I think. A, for him, he he did that a lot for a lot of people around him, and he definitely put me on and helped me with our book and putting it out there and letting me write this. Not not putting me on like, like just helping me, you know, because I needed pity help or anything. It was like his by putting me on, he allowed me to tell the story I needed to tell and put it artistically in a format. Like he was a great producer, you know. He right. put he put it together and allowed me the stage to do it right, you know, 
Whereas other, maybe other publishing companies, we wouldn't have reached that level of success with, with the book because it might have been sanitized here or there or yeah. whatever, you know. That's such so, a cool thing yeah. to be attached, you know, like that he published your book. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, isn't that the, were you there when he was in town? I didn't get to meet him because, remember you invited me in to. New York. He came to the opening. Uh, to the launch of the book in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Him and Danny were there. All of our homies was pretty much able to meet Andy Bourdain yeah. because of the homie yeah. Roy right here, and they got all pictures. I, I was, like, out of town for that, and I could not, and I was so like, We didn't just meet him. Like, we sat and, like, ate with him. Like, yeah. you know That's I mean? so like, crazy. Yeah. That's so tight. It, it was crazy, like, meeting him, like, because I used to, like, always watch his show um, just, like, it was, like, during the day and shit, like, while eating lunch or whatever, and, like, it was great just because he was like a positive dude that just talked mad shit. Mad like, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just talked mad shit. I remember last, like, when we were eating, like, he was like shitting on Obama for wearing mom pants and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like you guys appreciated him on that level because oh, yeah, he just yeah, verbally, yeah. like, just words wise. I mean, that's right. the thing. It's like, you gotta, I feel like when you create a bond with anybody, you have to be comfortable enough to do that, like, yeah. shit on each other. Yeah, and I yeah. think we got a little bit too comfortable. We we're, we're damn near pretty much mean to each other, and like yeah. it's pretty I noticed cool. that when I was like choking him, like Homer <laughs> and Bart, like I was like, this, "We're friends." <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Oh, we have a, just a very abusive relationship. But the next day, like if I if I go off, like uh -huh. I call him the next day, be like. Yo, man, my bad about yesterday. I was pretty uh, drunk. I'm like, yeah, you were. You should be very embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't JL and lyrics have that type of relationship too? Oh, that's when they get drunk. Yeah, that's a I, that, they're a mess. Like, <laughs> I don't think they'll have the call the day after. Yeah. Like, I'll have the, the yeah, funny, you'll have the call. The yeah. funny thing is, I'll call him and I'll apologize, and you would think like Rex Rex would be like, no, nah, no, nah, it was also my fault. No, he's just like, nah, you were drunk. <laughs> that's what it I is. I apologize too, though. Yeah, when yeah, I'm in the wrong, I'm like, yo, yeah. my bad, bro. But like, usually, yeah, I, I am. I'm pretty much in the wrong there you know you guys are really cute oh, you are cute. Yeah. <laughs> i mean i just get i just wait for i wait for the sleeping shots yeah on tour <laughs> whenever i can right. i wasn't on tour so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was a question of mine are we gonna talk about why you were never on tour uh, <laughs> uh, uh moving on uh, <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and this dude have a funny relationship too like okay yeah, yeah. i was his dj for a little bit Really? Yeah. Back in Queens? I meant like more of our roommate situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Sure, yeah. Wait, were you his, I mean, were you his DJ during? Yeah, he DJed for me. Like he would wear um a fucking hologram. Yeah, because I, I, I was so afraid of like the, the Korean population coming to like Shut watch the shows and up. I was like, bro, I don't want to get tomatoed here. Shut no, up. no, that's a brand new thing. Like I guarantee like most Koreans that I I don't think they, they have a single Bengali homie and that's an issue too. You know yeah, what I mean? I that so. no they don't know the people. Like that's but I mean, like, Rec has done something. It's like a phenomenon, but he's been posting me on his Instagram story where he just yeah, bullies everyone, me. Yeah, everyone's seen <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, I've been having, like, random people at, like, Zion Market come up to me like, yo, you're Rec's roommate, right? And I'm just like, bro, K-Town Phil, that's me. Yeah, What's right. up? during that whole, like, political debacle, like, Rec was like, sorry, bro, I can't post any pictures with you until this whole thing is over. That's what you said. <laughs> I posted him. Yeah. There was a joke, by the way, but... but the, <laughs> In in their household right now, it's it's actually more of Rec trying to take majority of little Bangladesh. Yeah. <laughs> Rec drew his own yeah, map. Absolutely, of the, of the he pays more I'll rent, just, so he has more of the more. Of the but I did notice that you do take over the kitchen, the living room, and your what room. You, I'm barely home. <laughs> yeah. uh, this guy, this guy, yeah, is, you're just dropping facts today. Yeah, I love it. this guy, you definitely bring shit. you bring over way more homies than he brings. No, over. I don't. We. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Well, expound <laughs> yeah. on your relationship. What's um, weird about it? You said it's nothing weird. I'm just saying it's funny. Um, yeah, like I'll like wake up and I'll see him like watching TV like peacefully, like just you know, zoning out. And then I'll like run up to him and scream at him like, "Yo!" I'll point at TV and be like, "They're paid to pretend. <laughs> like this shit is not real." But bro, like it's so real. Like it's a, it's a reality <laughs> TV. That's what reality TV is all about. Hey, hold on. So I want to ask you this, actually, since you've gone to a lot of the little Bangladesh establishments at yeah. this point, right? Yeah. Why don't you tell us some of the best spots there? <laughs> Just, I mean, literally for the Korean heads watching this. Or whatever. All right, all right. If you guys that'll be a go, good way to, you know. Well, I think Roy mentioned one Swadesh. Yeah, Swadesh we're bringing is a, peace here. Yeah, yeah I mean, it. check out the uh, the chicken biryani or the beef tahiri at Swadesh, or if you want to go have a yeah. samosa at uh, New Apon Bazaar, which is like right around the corner, you go there. Yeah, it's so good. That's that's <laughs> actually like a grocery store. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. better than those like 
things you get like at the Indian restaurant, like whatever. Uh, and those are in the frozen section. You could just like heat them up. Absolutely, it's just like frozen dumplings. That's man. the one on third, right? Right next. That's to the one on third, and uh, I think uh, Normandy. Mm. So go check it out. Those um, are the two spots, or what? No, there are more spots. There's Biryani Hut on third in Vermont. Uh, there, there's a. Uh, what is it called? Like yeah, a Bangla Bazaar on you Vermont. See, this is like, dope because I, I don't know about any of these places. So this is a really a good. Um, I would I definitely want to go. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, tasty. Like, I mean, like Bangladesh food is full of flavor. It's actually mm-hmm. like Korean food in many ways. Um, it's like full of full spices, of flavor, spicy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the first time I had Korean food, I could relate to yep. the level of spice because I, I was can like, relate. Shout out logic. Shout out logic. But no, it was just like. Yo, this feels like I almost crash landed in Dhaka City, but just like one removed, like you know, one degree of separation. You guys hate on Indian food? Absolutely, we fucking hate Indians. (laughs) Death to Indians! (laughs) No, it's like um, you know, in my entire life, I had to grow up um, being called Indian, and it's kind of like being a Korean guy and being being called called Chinese Chinese or or Japanese. That's the funniest thing because, like, literally, I bet you Koreans are calling Bengali like Indians all day without even knowing the geographical anything, right? And it's like the same thing. With Asians, it's like we're the most racist with, with each other. You know, like we oh, yeah. hate each other. Everybody else is like, yeah, they're Chinese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's always that, which yeah. is crazy. But uh, I mean, you get over it at, at the yeah. end of the day. It's just like people are people. You know? I, that's why I was like, I didn't, I didn't know your specific Bengali. Obviously, oh. did the same thing with Sarah. I was like, oh, and you're Indian, you know. But <laughs> then. Um, yeah, that's that. That's why that was interesting when that whole shit was happening because you were you're literally my only Bengali. But I, I know those Bengali kids too. There's right, a Bengali, the Bengali rappers. Right? There's a Bengali like youth like rap group that grew up around like years ago. You know, like that looked up to me too, and we hung out and stuff. And there was a whole crew of them. I mean, was that's that all, da, das that's racist? How, n- well, no, 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 no. These no, are no. like uh, kids like Celestial and Gandalf. Oh, they're, 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 they're all oh, from true. they're from all from around K Town. They mm-hmm, rep right. K Town like heavy. Yeah. Like if they were going around, they'd be like. Koreatown, that's what they would write. I mean, you know I actually I mean? got like, put onto your music through one of those homies. Right, right, right. So, right. It, I mean, it all comes together. Um, Beng- shout out to Bengali Crown family. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> that was the crew name. Lady. Yeah. BCF. BCD. Check them out at BCD. Shout out to Big Baby Gandhi. <laughs> Ooh, got another Bengali rapper. Is, 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 oh, it, yeah. is, uh, is he Bengali too? He is. Oh, he sick. Is, yeah. Okay. Um, how do you feel about his music? <laughs> I, I like his stuff. I, he, I only got put onto it through Reg. I like his stuff. I mean, Reg is like... Rex always ahead. He finds yeah. like the deepest, deepest internet cuts. You know, like three <laughs> listens and two of them are from Rex. <laughs> like, like he got the cuts for sure, man. Uh yeah. I like finding dank YouTube videos. He finds a couple of things. He finds the best hip hop cuts, right? Amateur porn videos, <laughs> like. He will find your best friend chill, in a porno. He will find your chill. best friend in a porn video. Like spotted. Spot. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Yo, chill, bro. Right. I, I like you know. I like professionally made videos as well. But that right. is a talent. It's like an A and R talent. You're able to find things think, way before. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, you know. There's certain people that just like like find something and then they'll just like follow that wormhole to like all the way until you're just like where the fuck am i do you have tactics is it is it a skill with with music for you like has it always been a skill i'm like yo i need to find this thing and then i just like find that and then like all of a sudden i'm like i need to find this that which Mm -hmm. related to that and then yeah you just you just go down like weird like like kanye west like i heard um i I probably was like one of his first fans right because i found like his freestyle on like limewire and shit yeah you know what I mean? Like, was that at like the record store, like that kind of shit? Mm-hmm. It was. It was when he battled Common on a radio station. Oh shit! Damn. Did you hear that? He battled. I Common. probably had Common way back, from... but this was like this was not like out out yet. Mm-hmm. Not. I mean, yeah, you can find it. Okay. Yeah. Who won that battle? Kanye West. Kanye yeah, West. I would say Kanye because he, he came really with like the energy. Common. Common's kind of. But the only time, remember, he went at Drake. That uh, one Common was good Common, early no, though. Common, Common was good. Common, is Common was savage, good early. Bro. Yeah. You, you ever what? You ever hear yeah, bitching yeah, yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, against yeah. Ice Cube, bro. Yeah, yeah. Went against Ice Cube. Common. Common now is more like <laughs> PSA rapper. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He makes PSAs. I feel like he's like a rap dad. You know? It's like Just me with television. His, his, his sure. style. <laughs> his style kind of aged like weird, like it, like fabulous. Bit. He still has a very good voice, you know, like for anything. You know what I mean? Like he can yeah, do. It sounds like spoken word. Like he so might be the. He's gonna be the next Morgan Freeman, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, that's Ooh, yeah, that's, yes. that, he I does, think you called it right there. Not, 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 that, that, not, that, not, not in that way. But uh, does kind of have a, that same Morgan Freeman twinkle in his eye. He yeah. does. <laughs> and and the seat's vacant. So yeah, it is officially. Yeah. Um. But you know what? Actually, what he said was interesting. Do you ever find a? Do you ever like find a spot like before anybody else does like food wise? You're like, oh damn, this place should be like crazy famous. I guess I'm pretty good at that too. So I'm trying to tie into how you do it and I do it. Um, because you know, like everybody will have their like spot. Yeah. And it's never like. You're like you kind of get sad about it. You're like, yeah. damn, this place deserves way more heads, but yeah. you also don't want to like, <laughs> yeah. But you also don't want to put it out there because yeah. you don't want it to be a line like two hour wait. But I think it is a, it is a it is a recipe or a mixture of being obsessed about something, riding for something that you like that maybe others don't know, maybe inside information and just exploring. But I do that with food. Yeah, he does that with porn. So <laughs> sounds like yeah. Rex shares though. He'll send the links, throw it in our group chat. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. He'll blow it up. Sick preview. Hope my mom watches this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I swear, um, I mean Have any of your friends been found through on the internet through Rex discoveries? Yeah. yeah. Oh let's just stop yeah. this conversation. We gotta stop that conversation, <laughs> yeah. but I'll tell you yes. Oh, yeah, okay, off the yes. air, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. Come on, man. It's a podcast, bro. Yo. Like it's Chill, bro. <laughs> Chill. I'm more. Bro. I'm more asking not to put you on blast, right, just because I'm living it. vicariously through you guys. Yo, he asked not me. All right, yeah. I didn't even bring it up. Chill, fool. Chill, fool. <laughs> We're just Welcome young minds. Chill, fool. We got it. All, all right, right, all right. right. Now, nah, but um, so yeah, I mean, I I feel like I don't know. It's like a, that's always a tough relationship about discovering something, right? You don't want to like put it out there yeah. and like spread your pride and joy, your little gem. You know yeah. what I mean? But how do you feel about that? Do you do that? Like do you like how do you balance that? Uh yeah. I don't I used to do it a lot, you know, cuz I wanted to share, but now I guess if it I'm not that big yet, to be honest. So I I share everything. You just Yeah, I'm not like I'm not David Chang, like where I put something on blast and all of a sudden, you know, there's a hundred million Chinese people, kids waiting in line for that that spot it's next always, to blue. And it, you know? yeah, but it's you always, put that on blast and then it goes crazy. It's always I'm interesting because yeah. of how like people react to that, right? Because like you yeah. get the locals who are so angry that they can't yeah. get there, like and now you know they used to not have to wait in line. But then you also have the businesses who are very it's grateful. It's good for the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like that anger is so misguided. I yeah. feel like sometimes. Are, are, are there any restaurants that you did put on that you regret putting on because it just ruined the experience for you after? Mm, no, because again, I, I'm, I'm not that big. But you're know. also not like the dude who's I'm like dude. out there trying to put yeah. places on either. Right. You know, I'm what not I mean? that dude. Like, yeah. like, 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 I'm saying like a Yelp reviewer kind yeah. of cat. You know what I mean? Again, I'm more like Rick. Like I find the shit and I share it with my friends. I share right. it with my followers. Right. But it's not like my 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 find is gonna go viral and ruin a place. You know, maybe what down do the road, we, but not yet. Man, you'd be surprised. So I'm, not fam. I'm not worried about that because I I do it in a different way. I actually do it to uplift the place. You know, so one thing Roy has done actually, like we do these dinners every like you know couple months or whenever a bunch of us are in town. Like you know, he's like our big homie, so he takes like three four of us out to a dinner at a place and it's usually like more upscale kind of place yeah i try to take them out of yeah. town i think i think that <laughs> i think that's cool because usually i'm not that kind of like you know diner you right. know like I, I don't dine like that so like he takes us to like the finer place it's a great you know? friend to have though it is I mean, no yeah. it's lit I, I love it i love it yeah it's like your own uh culinary concierge yeah it's like a it's eating like, club yeah. you know so can i join yeah, or is sure. it like Koreans only? Well, you no, see, the <laughs> <laughs> thing about that, <laughs> yeah, we'll call you, uh, don't call us. <laughs> I remember the first time I had like fine dining was through you, um, when you was cooking with uh, Jean Paul George, uh, Jean George, Jean George, yeah, say Paul? in New York. <laughs> when I hear Jean, I, Jean Paul, I, I add Jean Paul, Paul. Jean Paul. Yo, Paul, Jean Paul George sounded like it made sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, really did. it made sense. In my mind. Yeah, but there was a Jean Paul Gaultier, right? No, the jeans from. There's, there's got to be at least one. Yeah, couple, <laughs> couple guys. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, well, that was a good had, night. That was yeah, like tuna tuna spaghetti. Yeah. He made like fucking. Rick hung out the whole night. We were doing a, a 
a really, really fancy dinner on the top of the Bank of America Tower in Bryant Park in Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, shit was fucking... I was, was like in the kitchen ec- hanging out, like yeah, just eating everything that was going out. It's pretty gluttonous. It was amazing. You were so polite that night. You did. Uh, you were really good. Really yeah, polite. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. That was a really good <laughs> night. Yeah. Um, so uh, your daughters, you got two daughters. I have one. Oh, one daughter. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been friends for? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, you got another daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, second time, the second time you brought her out, she looked older and different. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, that's the older daughter. <laughs> but uh, she's like a, almost a teenager now, right? I she mean, is a teenager. She, she's 14. That's yeah. like the beginning stage. Teenager. She hasn't gotten into your music yet, but uh, no, nah, it's it's fine. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm washed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. now, she what? just found the gorillas though the other day. Oh, that's kind of yeah. It was kind of tight. That's you know, cool came thing. out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like. Does cool. she listen to hip hop? She does, but uh, I mean, she li- was into Logic for a little bit. I think she grew out of it. Um, as we all do. No, yeah, I fuck with Logic. Do you? She's yeah, I like Logic. She's sick okay. of Drake right now. I'm just giving you because with with teenagers it changes every day. Shout out Logic. Why did I? Why do we end up shouting Logic out? Like I've never even met the dude, but yo, shout out, shout out Logic. You tell us, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I respect this message, but, man. What were you saying? No, no. But with teenagers it changes from day to day. So she could be into one thing one day and the next day she's not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, she yeah, she's it, into hip hop for sure. Put her on to Lil Pump. She's not really into trap. You know that much, um, and I tried to get. She was it, with me for a little while on some boom bap shit, but then I remember you telling me. But then it got too old. Like it just sounds old when I listen. To, it's weird when I listen to hip hop with her. Like when I listen to it alone and I'm bumping, I'm, it's like sounds all right. It's cool. Yeah. But when I listen to her, it sounds so old. It's crazy. It's like <laughs> no, really, it's it's true. I, I think yeah. the the like the younger heads have a different ear like palate for it. You know what I mean? Does she like your food? She does. She's very critical of it, though. She's Damn, uh, yeah. Bro. She has a very good palate, so she'll notice small differences and things like that. What if yeah. she liked the food of your rival chef more more than more than you? Would that would that just like kill you inside? Like <laughs> I've lost her. I've lost. Go her. to your it's room, like, it's Rachel. Like, yeah. It's like it's like um. You spit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you spit that no out. Dinner. <laughs> you knock it out of her hand. <laughs> No, it's like you remember that episode where like the like Dave Chappelle was with, with his kids. And oh, yeah, like, yeah. Nick, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That was so fire. That was so funny. Oh man. I mean, is it what? What kind of chefs do you despise? Like, do you have any kind of like types of people in this industry you really despise? Uh because everybody does, I'm you know what I mean? Think. We all do, like, in the yeah, music yeah. industry. You know, we hate certain types of motherfuckers. Like who, Logic or what? <laughs> no, what the fuck? I keep... cool. Yo, who can relate? Who can relate? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying no, to... I fuck with Logic. <laughs> yeah. Yo, why am I... Okay, first of all, why are y'all bringing it up? And why am oh I defensive? God. Why am I so defensive right now, too? Like... We need to book Logic on this <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. Shout out Logic. Yeah. <laughs> Logic got three shout outs on this uh, podcast already. And this wasn't even about, a mu- this wasn't a music episode at all. I I, I can't think of anyone right now. I, I'm, it's not like I'm afraid to say if I hated someone. I just, I don't know. We, we, don't, we don't really battle like that as chefs or, or have beef like that. But I I don't like a lot of the, the, the chefs that, are whores for the tv like the competition show chefs you know right and then all of a sudden have these restaurants and like just serving shit ass food and you think like, that you think there's a lot that kind of just jump into that world before even like establish we've talked about it before yeah, about certain yeah, chefs exactly. where, 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 yeah, yeah. where where we're not gonna drop any names we're not gonna <laughs> drop the names but, <laughs> but you know they're not ready yet exactly. they're not ready yeah. and then they're they're flossing like they're ready but what it know? is is i think that's what happens the shit I hate. is like these cats get on the tv and yeah. the networks is like i like this guy just because of his personality without any accolades and you kind of just jump into that right is that what yeah it is? that and and it's just they're not ready they're you know they're right. they're like yellow belts and they're teaching so how fucking, could you even trust their, a dojo yeah you know? and how could you trust what they're saying on tv what i'm saying you know about about people's foods and the competitions they're judging because sometimes some of those competitors are probably more qualified than yeah than the dudes who are judging judges, on that yeah. thing honestly and like, it doesn't mean that you have to go through like an old school path and you have to have certain years to define your excellence but you can still like be young and be like a leader and like all that stuff but you 
you know, your growth can't stop after like not knowing anything, you know, right. like you can't just like you come onto the scene, you've cooked a few things and then now you're the expert. That, that stuff kind of hurts me, you know, I got, you. I hate it, I got but you. maybe I'm just old. I don't know. <laughs> No, I no, know. no. I mean, that's that's. I, I, be, I believe when in. You said yeah, I'm old, and then I just you looked at me like I just you not. Yeah, you not it. Not it because I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like agreed. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Uh, What's what is like the one easy thing that like you know you like to cook or you, you would tell anybody like you know it's like just the easiest. I always fire. say like cook rice, man. For to be honest, rice? like if you have rice in the house, because a lot of homies don't have rice, you know, like. They don't like grow up like we do, where That's true. like a a pot of rice is a standard. Like, we, we and that have that rice. can be turned into any type of meal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you, if you just have a warm bowl of rice and you put butter in it, that shit is bomb. The right? only time yeah. the homies have yeah. rice at the crib is when they're trying to dry their phone. Like, <laughs> 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 they just throw that. Bowl there of you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Like, yo, you got rice? I'm gonna dry my phone. Face. But I would say yeah. if you can learn how to cook rice properly from there, you can figure anything out. You can put a fucking piece of ham on it and it's right, a meal. Right, you could right. chop up some vegetables and put I, it on I it. Ate a, a meal. I ate a lot of fucking um, tuna mixed with rice meals. Exactly. That's Even all it needs last, to be. Last year. Like last week. And this is like, like, a, can, <laughs> like a can of tuna mixed into warm yeah, rice. Yeah, especially the Korean tuna. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the flavored tuna. Yeah. No, I'll say yeah. so. Fire. This is actually good advice for... I mean, especially non-Asian. This guy cannot cook rice. <laughs> I could cook rice, right? <laughs> you, you don't know how to cook rice, bro. I haven't cooked rice in a while, all right? I'll say that. I haven't. How do you cook rice? Wait, we're not, we're not <laughs> no, no, no. Right okay, what Explain. do you mean? How do you cook rice, What's bro? the process? Okay, put... You put the amount of water that's important. The uh, amount of water uh, is the uh, most uh, important. Yeah. And then what? The Wash the rice, uh. put it in the water... <laughs> It, and then you just measure it, and then you he just, the right No, you heat it up. You heat it up. Yeah, do you, do you not use it. your fingers? But I'll tell you, no. <laughs> what, what, you, you know, no. you got to use your fingers, like the two finger method. Yeah. Oh, the measuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, no, exactly no. no. Right. What, I'm saying <laughs> I'm not a good. I, I'm not a good measurer of the water. Yeah. Even, even, dude, it took me a while to get but ra using ramen your right. That's how you use your fingers. <laughs> you know, bro. it took yeah. me a while to get ramen right, bro. Put your fingers away from me. <laughs> no, nah, but it's all about the amount of water, right? And I always yeah, would fuck rice. that up for a long time. Like, I don't, you know, I don't even know how to do chapagani. Use your fingers, bro. All right. <laughs> Shut up. Stop saying that. Do you have any advice for, like, you know, people that don't know how to cook rice? Like, a go-to surefire method of cooking rice? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, rice? Okay, that's like, a good question, actually. Because, you know, that okay. one, you got to measure, right? Like, how much? Yeah. So, very simply, you wash the rice five times. So... Put oh, the water. Put the water in. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah. Why do you Why do you wash the rice? I didn't know about it. Um, it's to you don't wash your rice. You don't wash. You wash your rice. I'll be in your rice. <laughs> you didn't eat that rice. <laughs> and he be using fingers. And the fingers. fingers. Yeah. Wait, wait. Not only does he not wash it, he said five times you gotta wash that. <laughs> five times. That's I do three times. Yo, the average person showers one time in the day. You gotta wash the rice five times. God damn, man. Um. Three is good. Three is good, but anything I just from do three it to five. Like, so, like when you put the water in mm -hmm. and then uh, soaks, you don't see like the white. Yeah, the you want to kind of get all, like clarify it all. And then yeah. uh, it seems like you guys are using a different finger method than I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're using the hood Possibly. finger method. How did you guys <laughs> used to do it? How did you guys <laughs> used to dip? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out Mine, mine was more of a hook. We did the <laughs> hook. Back then we underhanded it. And now, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. He did a softball. <laughs> We're still talking about rice, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I do it from the top and go to the first line. Gotcha. Um, so the top of the rice to the, then you fill it back up in the water to the first line, and then that's it. And you throw it in the rice cooker or on a low flame in a pot with the. Yeah, I just because uh, I don't have a rice cooker, I just, I just put a in the pot, pot and then yeah. I, I don't even have a lid for the pot, so I yeah. just put my frying pan. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Improvise. Yeah. Good. Do you who cooks with you guys in your household? He cook, I haven't cooked in a while. I mean, I ate. I was a, cooking a lot back. Like, I mean, you made kimchi jjigae once or twice. It was pretty yeah. fire. Do you know how to make Korean food? Um, no. I mean, like, I've got Rec to teach me, but he's just like not home all day. But you guys do cook a I, lot. Actually, a lot. Right? Yeah. He cooks. For, he cooks. Yeah. I uh, I cook a lot of Bangladeshi food uh -huh. and just like uh, some American, Italian, mm -hmm. French foods as well. You know, it's important. Yeah. 
I feel as though not enough kids these days know how to cook, and they end up at a Seven Eleven or something. Well, you guys are <laughs> young, younger than me. Are our kids cooking? Like 18, 19, 20? Your fans, twenty three, twenty two. Are they cooking? Uh, right I I feel like I feel like they're cooking more because just like yeah. the popularization of like food. And, that's that's a good I point. Think so that is I a good think point. this yeah. next maybe yeah. like the. The generation ju- that just passed, maybe not, but this new generation with BuzzFeed and Tasty. Yo, that's yeah. actually true. I think yeah. maybe my generation was the least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys I, were the weird window. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When Postmates came out. Comfort? I love it. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think you're actually right. I think the younger generation is cooking more than our generation. Right. Yeah. I think I think our generation kind of caught the, the, the cooking bug. As well, like, yeah. You see, you know, a lot of I'm, millennials. I'm like, catching it now, but I've. It's more, you ain't catching shit, bro. <laughs> you haven't made anything. <laughs> no, I'm getting the idea too. I'm catching. <laughs> I, I almost might cook. I, I, I've been cooking actually. <laughs> I'm excited about cooking. <laughs> That's but why, not, yeah, it cracks me up so much. Like he did a a non-smoking campaign thing, which is oh great. yes, yeah, that, it's great. Off to you, Shout but, out. But but during this shit, he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting in shape, and I might even run a marathon." Like, okay. I am gonna run a marathon. I'm, you're not running no fucking marathon. I swear to you, I'm, I'm gonna run a marathon. Eat a dick, fam. You're not, <laughs> you're not fucking running a marathon. That's would be a food up. show. Eat a dick. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> you just and the finger <laughs> method. But bunch of chef, bunch of chefs that Dude, are just shitting on. Sure. Bunch of finger chefs method. just finger shitting method. on other people. <laughs> Eat a dick. It'd be like a catchphrase, like like a, like a buzz thing. Like I know the answer. Like, eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> eat a dick for five hundred. How do you, how do you feel about like Instagram tutorials teaching kids how to cook food? Because some of those meals don't like look like meals to me. Like, well, what do you? What do you I mean, mean it's this, fun. This I mean, sad, I, like you know those like fifty second tutorials yeah. where it's just like running oh, okay, through photos okay. and it's. It's all like chopped, so yeah. it's like uh, right, right, right. it goes from zero to a hundred. You know, is it pretty and, popular? And I, I didn't know this. Very I, popular. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I like just... watching those shits. Yeah, <laughs> the most populars are on BuzzFeed. You right, know, right, obviously, right. and TasteMate too. Um, and they basically take like something that takes nine hours and they make it in like ninety seconds. <laughs> right, 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 right. And uh, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's great, like just junk food to like you know eat with your eyes and right, stuff, right. but. Uh, but it misses all the things that are important, right. which is the process. So, you know? like, you so, have these kids just eating trash that they yeah, made in or they're seconds. or they're seeing things that come to life and they don't know. They can see the frosting going on, right. but they have no idea how to make the frosting. I, I wonder what the frosting. what the percentage of people who are actually going by those clips and actually cooking a meal out of that is. Well, they have a new show on Netflix called Nailed It that kind of does that. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Oh, Where, really? Yeah. They take like something that's made by this really great French chef. Uh, Jacques Torres, and then you get like three folks that try to recreate it. Oh, really? But, but they have no idea how to. Oh, that's so interesting. It, yeah, that's kind of funny. Cool show. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess something's better than nothing is my answer. But so, like but the then awareness? if that's something, but if that's something better than nothing becomes the culture, and then we become empty, then that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you something. I know you know you started local, which was like the idea of local was to create. A healthy slash affordable, wait, healthy and just as affordable as any other uh, fast mm-hmm. food chain, right? Yeah. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? <laughs> My favorite, probably. <laughs> it depends. I uh, just took it away from the whole message of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just, cur- I was just curious. No, no, it's a Del Taco. It's yeah. a host. Del Taco? Del Taco. I like Del Taco. Really? Yeah. I did not expect oh, that. I've been yeah. wanting to eat. I haven't had it. I, I had it once when I was drunk as fuck, so I don't remember. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Del Taco. Huh? Del Taco. What's the what's the what's the thing to get? I like the bean burritos bean with burrito? the hot sauces, yeah. Just the standard bean burrito. Yeah, just the standard red and green burrito. Those are really good. Damn. Uh Jack in the crack can be alright from time to time. <laughs> you know? Jack in the crack can be alright from time to time. Um, I was, wait, why did they always call that Jack in the crack? It that rhymes, was, I guess. Uh, yeah, but I always wondered like that was like a thing. It was like, well, let's a Jack in the crack. I'm like, what is the crack? <laughs> Whatever. You guys are enlightening so me today. I, I've been, I've been like, I like Jack in the box. With Jack in the box. Yeah. I love Jack in the yeah. box. I like Carl's too, but Jack in the box for late night and a 99 cent value meal is probably one of the best. Yeah, and I like the attitude of Jack in the box because like, do you fuck with the tacos? The Jack, monster taco, the, the, fold, the, the foldy, the, fold, yeah. the foldy is inspired by the monster right. taco. Oh yeah. yeah, okay, I see that. 
and those for are, local. Yeah. Those Jack and Wux tacos are a phenomenon, bro. Like yeah. something about that it's that so taco is. You yeah. know what I mean? It's I like, like it's they, something like they glaze it in butter or something. There's like, something about it's it. The monster. Delicious. It's very similar to. Have you guys had mariscos Jaliscos? On yeah, Olympic? yeah, yeah. Fold, it's yeah. kind of that same idea of that stuffed taco that's fried, right? And then it all sticks together, and it becomes like a hot dog. You know, right. like one thing versus like two things. I always love when I eat Mexican food to eat something soft and a crunchy thing together. Yeah, mm. that's always the thing. Like I gotta always have the crunch. You know. Mm. <laughs> Young, have you had a um, potato taco? Yes, I have. The, the crunchy taco. Oh, the oh, one in Highland Park. What's that spot called? Santa Vegan now. Oh, oh, fuck. It is a no. It's like a, it's known spot. It's there. Known. And then there's a fancier version that Gorilla Tacos oh, does. Yeah. They do a sweet potato taco. Ooh, he, he's that a really good interesting. Oh, shit. A yeah. sweet potato taco. That sounds yeah. interesting. I just want to say though, for the record, I hate like sweet potato fries. Why? People always get They're it. never it's crunchy. Like, yeah. They're never crunchy. Yeah. Never crunchy. But They're it's the gross. healthy. It is a healthy alternative. And it just to tastes. The fries. It just. I don't know, man. I need that. I need like regular potato. I think I. I, I have a problem. <laughs> <with that. laughs> I have I no think, argument there. <laughs> I, I, I prefer regular French fries with sweet yeah. potato fries for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I have a problem mixing sweet with savory. I have a weird thing. No, about I, li- that. I like sweet and savory, but like orange chicken, I don't like orange chicken. I'm one yeah. of the few people that don't like orange chicken. Like it's just the sweetness of it. I don't need the sweetness with the mm-hmm. the chicken. You know, I don't know. Thai food does that a lot. Sweetness. Sweet yeah, and but some sweet. things I could tolerate. Loves yeah. Thai food. I do love yeah. Thai food. I like Thai food. Yeah. Thai food is a good like hood food. You know what I mean? Yes. It's a it's a good hood Asian. Thai food, food. is not hood. What hood did you grow up? I find that offensive, boy. They're a beautiful culture that's never been. Thai food is hood food. I think. I mean. Thai food in LA, I think, yeah. is pretty good. There, there's tons of Thai restaurants that do delivery and takeout, all that stuff, just like a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, sure. you know what I mean. Sounds offensive. How's that offensive? <laughs> I have a question for y'all. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm from New York, and we have like take <laughs> takeout Chinese <laughs> everywhere. No, I have a question for you. Sounded like we were at a town y'all. hall. You thought yeah. we were at a town hall meeting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, what, what? Hey, he was not reading Rainbow in, his <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Baking <laughs> is my life. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Check it out. We're at a Bernie Bernie Sanders town hall. (laughs) Hi, I'm from New York City, and how will you help the one percent? All right, so on the East Coast, the Chinese have a stronghold, like in terms of takeout food, right? Like, if you're in a blizzard, the Chinese people will hold you down. Yeah. But why is there not a presence out here in uh, in California, like of Chinese takeout food? Yeah, I mean, like I see like the hot plate stuff, but none of the the freshly cooked for you in your face. Takeout food. Yeah, Chinese then, doesn't have a huge takeout culture here, I would say. Nah, yeah. I mean, I think it's telling that, like, people like to eat at, um, what the fuck is it called? A panda? Oh, Panda oh, Express. Right. Yeah, Panda Express. I like, think that's like, what it is. New panda. Yorkers don't fuck with Panda Express. Right, yeah. right. You know right. what I mean? It's so, like, going here, like, seeing people like, oh, that's good. Uh, I'm like, oh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, though. Panda did kind of low-key take the whole uh, takeout culture it's here. Gross, man. Yeah, I feel like I can't trust anyone that eats Panda Express. You just look at him. I'm not gonna lie. I fuck with Panda <laughs> once in a while. I do. I, and, and it, but it's a like, West Coast East Coast thing. Yeah. Like we, we, we kind of grew up with it. So uh, <laughs> I will tell you this: show sponsored Korea, by Panda. Korean <laughs> Korean food is pretty annoying for takeout and delivery because there's so many side dishes. It's yeah, like it's you got you got to pack like fucking ten little things. That's what makes Korean food, man. The panchan. Is, yeah. that, is that how you say yeah. panchan? The side dishes. So fire. But the going back to your question, I think the Chinese LA is huge place, and the Chinese like takeout and food culture is not a part of the metro side of that, that's true. Uh, of LA. Like if you go out to the SGV, you know stuff. Fire. It's fire. You oh, know, yeah. and and there's so many different regions. Here in Chinatown, everyone just goes to the restaurants, and then a lot of people in Chinatown never leave that live there. So it's like all. Inclusive. The one thing about Chinese, I'll say, and this is one thing: if you go anywhere in the world, like in Europe, like I don't like too much food out in Europe. If you you go to the Chinatown, you'll always get fire food. Exactly. Always. Like, because Chinese are everywhere in the fucking world. (laughs) If you go to any city, they have a Chinatown situation. You go there, and the food would be better than most of the whack shit that you might get sometimes. You know. I mean, I guess that's why I felt like weird when I first moved out to LA, and you know, you want to go to something that makes you feel comfortable, makes you feel like you're at home. And I guess takeout Chinese was always that. It's just not a know? part. It's not just not a part of how we grew up, right? You but know? It, but I think like you know in K Town especially like all these Korean restaurants take the place of that. 
You know, yes. Where you can go in, pay like six bucks for a bomb uh-huh. soup and a uh-huh. rice dish and call it a meal. Like, I think you just answered your own question. I think it was it's a Korean thing here and it's a Chinese thing in New York. That's that's the difference. Thank it's you. Just, I will step down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just answered your own question. So, Having a combo in the mirror. <laughs> who, who is the who's the Roy Choi of New York's Koreatown? Huh. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't who, think there is one. I don't think there is one. Because New York is like all the people that are killing it are like kind of like they're all dicks. They don't fuck with each other. <laughs> you know Doggy dog. Like like yeah. Roy is like a you know he like em- he's like a community emanates, hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a, a purity. <laughs> <laughs> well, the New York Korean chefs. You have David Chang. You like have David Chang would be like the yeah, you have uh, Dookie right? Hong who used to be at uh, the. Beck Jung over there on 32nd Street, and now he's doing some other shit. Um, there's a guy who, uh, there's another couple Korean young chefs out there, but no, yeah, you're right. No one is really like collective in getting together or right. reaching out or taking care of the young homies and stuff like that. So, yo, that's what's up. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up, man. Uh, is there anything coming up besides uh, like the restaurant in Vegas? The TV show too, Broken Bread. TV show, I Broken guess that's Bread. Enough. You got enough things. Right. Yeah, I, I, think yeah. I, got, yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough. I feel like Broken Bread. What? When is? <laughs> I love bread. When, when is? Uh, when is the show gonna come out? Uh, February. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. February. Uh, we're filming all the way till the end of the year. I'm actually going to a filming after this down in the Arts District, and then uh, we're gonna take a couple like August and the rest of July off because it's too hot to film, and we'll pick back up September, October, November. Man, that's it's a whole season. Yeah, I believe it's going to be six episodes. Sick. Yeah, like half hour episodes. So and there'll be tons of stuff like cut for like you know snippets and stuff web like that. Stuff yeah, too. web stuff. That's tight. And then the restaurant opening, uh, November. Oh shit! November two thousand. November two thousand eighteen. We have a. We have a. We're setting it up similar to how we did the the line lobby. So on Saturday nights and stuff. So there'll be a DJ booth and speakers and everything inside. I'm actually uh, want to try. I'm try to bring you out for the opening because we're gonna try to have performances out there and things like that. Well, so. either way, we're gonna try to definitely make a trip yeah. out there. Just turn it into a weekend or something. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's so tight to have a home. You opens restaurants, <laughs> <laughs> so we can go to them. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. Come <laughs> I'm joining you guys. Uh, yo, yeah. anything else, y'all? I wanna. Shout out Koreatown. Y'all holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> I fucks with the movement. Right. Hey, man. Fucks Korea, with the vision. Koreatown is all of us, man. You live in Koreatown, man. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? I know. I appreciate Have it, some bro. ownership, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, that's how it starts. <laughs> that's how it all started. That's how it, that is how it, you give them an inch, they'll take a yard. <laughs> they'll take two thirds. It was crazy. <laughs> they took two thirds. They, they left us with Olympic. Yeah. That's what they, that's you, what they give, you give them an inch, they take Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was escaping all this. I know, no, okay. Anything you want to plug? Don't you have a clothing line or something? Oh yeah, check out Turbo <laughs> Turbo Store on Instagram. All that. Yeah, I got new music coming out. A couple videos. There you go. Yeah. Sick. Spotify. That's what's up, man. Yo, leave a <laughs> message below. We're gonna. I mean, you know what? I have an extra LA Sun book copy, so I'm gonna give it to a. a <laughs> I'm it's gonna, unread. I'm gonna. It's unread. It's unread. <laughs> yeah, unopened. Yeah. <laughs> Had a single fold in here. No and, years. No and it's, marks. it's signed yeah. by Roy Choi. Um, leave a comment below from whatever city you're from and put your favorite restaurant in. Uh, name your favorite restaurant in your city, and then I'll choose randomly choose a, a one person and send such it out a weird to you. contest <laughs> <laughs> so it's strange a, it is it is yeah, whatever yeah. all right I, just, I thought of it right now right? <laughs> put your city and your favorite restaurant in your city and i pick a random winner we'll get this book all right thank y'all peace